0: I've often thought of writing a book titled, It Takes Two and Three is Better, just to document that everyone who aspires to do something great needs an advocate, a collaborator, if you will, to help them build and be successful. Think Rockefeller and Flagler of Standard Oil, Jobs and Wozniak of Apple Computers, Schwarzenegger and Colombo from the bodybuilding world, or even Goodwill and Gerdeman of Creative Liberties right here in Sarasota. Wait, who are those last two, you ask? Hi, I'm Bob Williams, and I'm very pleased to welcome Elizabeth Goodwill and Barbara Gerdeman of Creative Liberties Artist Studios and Gallery. In this episode, you'll hear the big expansion Barbara and Elizabeth are going through right now with Creative Liberties, how they use Blackberry martinis in their business planning meetings, why they believe Creative Liberties is becoming a true artist community, how you can get involved, and much, much more. Thank you for stopping by today, and it is my hope you will listen, learn, and connect Elizabeth Goodwill and Barbara Gerdeman, co-owners of Creative Liberties Artists, welcome back to the Hi, Stories Podcast. Hey.
1: Thanks for having us <laughs> back. <laughs>
0: we were all kind of laughing, uh, laughing uh, before I hit record because you two are the first repeats on the podcast. Ooh. It's because you bugged me to get back yeah. on. See, you got. So you got you guys got so much going on at Creative Liberties, and uh, your enthusiasm is infectious. To be able to want to get on here and share what's happening, and I really thank appreciate you. that. So, welcome back.
1: Thank you, thank, thank you. you. I was, thank you. I was just wondering if it's like, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live where they give their repeat hosts like jackets? Is there some kind of a Sarasota Story jacket for being like a two-time appearance on the podcast? Oh, we need five appearances. You need five
0: appearances. Then then you get a sticker. Just a sticker. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, uh, the last time I had you on here, which was back in June of last year, in 2022, and that Mm -hmm. was episode 37, Yeah. I think that, and I'm trying to remember the title of it, I think was, uh, let's see here, it was Two Artist Friends Having a Blast Helping Other Artists Get Their Art Shown. It yeah. sounds like you two are still having a blast, but you're moving quite—you're moving right along, and you have opened two more locations, which I think is incredible. So, let's get into it. Talk about what's happening
2: at Creative Liberty since the last time you yeah, guys won. Totally. Um, it's it's kind of we, we it's crazy as usual. You know, we originally said that we kind of fell into the first one, well, we fell into these people. So. <laughs>
0: Well, what does that mean you fell into it was it
2: <laughs> literally it was like an opportunity presented itself and we sh- we said sure again um, J- yeah again glut- just like the buttons yeah. for punishment but it's it's a punishment that we're absolutely loving right
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's well, been well, a lot of fun bob i mean it it The, when we talked to you the last time, we had kind of scratched the surface on some things and Elizabeth had done a for now dot 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 kind of thing because we did have some other things. Potentially, kind of cooking in the pot there, but we couldn't uh, couldn't confirm anything at that point. So right. those things have now, since we talked to you last, uh, come to fruition and are alive and kicking and happening and and uh, going really well. So we're excited yeah. about it. Well, and go, when we'll, when well, tell us about it.
0: Exactly, what is it then that's going on?
2: Well, we have we opened a, a second location, actually, right down the street. Yep. Um, we were lucky enough to uh, still be working with our current landlord, so we now have two properties from him, and um, and that makes things infinitely easier. Uh, and there's more artists in the area too. So there are next door. We have a whole another studio with Craig uh, Palmer Modern. And he has another five artists in there. We have another ten artists um in our location um and, and we're just we keep growing and there's yeah. there's there's not enough space at this point for us to to put more people in. yeah, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me.
0: I mean obviously everybody who's moving down to the Florida area and again at least the last three to five years that I know of, we've had a thousand people move to Florida every day. And so of course this area Mm -hmm. is going to get its cut of that. And the cut of that is going to be people that have artistic tendencies and, and want to get and want to connect and whatnot. I'll tell you what, let's back up a little bit in case some of our listeners have not heard episode 37 when you guys first came on, tell us about creative liberties, what you do and how you do it.
1: So, at Creative Liberties, we um, Elizabeth and I are both artists, just so everybody knows, and we worked together for a very long time at uh, the Art Center Sarasota, and we left there and we started Creative Liberties. And what we do is provide affordable studio spaces for local artists to be able to work in and display their work. And then we have display rental walls that we offer to other local artists who do not have studio space to be able to also have their art seen and hopefully sell their work. And now in the uh, second building that we opened, we have a classroom space as well that's used to offer classes, workshops, can be used as a community space. Um, We're gonna be hosting something over the summer that's a group of art teachers that will be using it for a meeting that they do annually. So it's very exciting to see how it's grown. When we first talked to you last June, we had nine studio artists and nine rental walls in the one building. Now, with the three locations, we have 21 artists, including including Elizabeth and I, and we have 17 display rental walls and, like I mentioned, the classroom space. So that is what we're doing. And our format's a little different. We um, have open studios so that people can come in. We are open to the public three days a week. Our hours have changed since we last spoke to you. Um, We're open Thursday through Saturday now from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and the public is invited in to come and meet the artists who are working in the studios, view all of the art, purchase anything as much as they would desire to purchase, (laughs) uh, you know, um, but it's a really cool experience uh, for the artists, for the people who come in um, to meet the artists and see the art, because they get to have an experience with the artists, they get to get to know them, get a little peek into their process. And then the artists when they're there working together have this very cool, supportive environment and It's been amazing to watch it, Bob, over the past, what, 17, almost 18 months now to see how they all have formed. It's really a family. It really is a family. And they all support one another, and they work together. And, you know, they share technique tips, they share materials, they just give moral support, you know, they talk through personal issues, they talk through professional issues, they give critiques to each other. It's just, it's really amazing to see the community. It almost sounds like a real...
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. It,
2: it, this should be what, you know, therapy is for artists. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's it's funny because as I'm listening to you talk, I mean, it sounds to me like it's becoming a real artist colony. I mean, I, I know yeah. you don't have any um, yeah. housing there and whatnot, but it really sounds like you guys are creating a real community. Yeah.
1: It, it, it is. It's definitely is. The neat thing is, is
2: that area is actually zoned for live work. Um, and and it is something that is, you know, that is also kind of a, a pipe dream down the, the line of um, of Howard Davis is to do a, a live work um, art area. So we you know, he expand figures to expand and, and we're along for the ride. Um, you know, it's it's really a great. We have this we had this opportunity and right. you know, I was glad that we were able to um to to start it, even though it was scary and daunting, and so was the second one and so <laughs> was the third one. And to to talk a little about the third one, it's a little different setup than our other two. So we have the one at nine oh one, which is our flagship. Thank you, Sue. Yes.
0: Nine oh one B.
1: Yes, nine hundred and one B. He remembered.
0: <laughs> I remember that you corrected me. So nine hundred and one B is where is the, the original artist, or the the original? Yeah, okay, the original on studio Amazon. gallery. Yep. Yeah. And then you have another one on nine hundred and twenty-seven North Lime Avenue. Correct. Right. Now, how are those two different? And then we'll talk about the third one.
1: Um, they're different in that they have. The One has the classroom space. So 927 has the classroom slash community space. Uh, and the setup of it is a little bit different. Um, and the way the studios are are laid out, it's a little bit different. But other than that, the, the basis and the format of it is the same as 901B Apricot.
0: Is, is that the yeah. same on, you also at 340 Central Avenue. What does that that's look like? That's the
1: one that's a little different. Ah, Okay, that that is um, located in the Arcos apartment building, which is uh, in the Rosemary District. So it's, you know, kind of on the other side of uh, major thoroughfare there on 301. Um, But um, it's it's interesting, because the the way the space that they have there was always run as an art gallery space. And when we started speaking to them about potentially being in that space as creative liberties, we explained to them what our model was and that our model was giving space to artists to work in. And so they had never done that before. And it was very exciting for all of us. And the way that we decided to do that was to create limited term artist residencies. So the artists would go in and they're in for about two months at a time and they work in the space and they show in the space. And then about halfway through the time that they're there, we host an opening reception for them. So they have a chance to have people come in and, you know, from, you know, visitors, there's a lot of residents in the building. Um, A lot of the people that choose to live in that apartment complex live there because it is very art centric. They have art throughout the whole building. They offer different art events and experiences for their residents. There's actually a lot of local artists that reside there. Um, and so it's kind of a big piece of who they are. And it's, yeah. it's been really exciting to activate that space for them in a whole new way than what they've ever done before. Oh.
2: Yeah. And for, for those of you who um, are kind of wondering where that space was originally in there when Arcos was first built was uh, Tim Yeager's Gaze Gallery, Gaze Modern. Mm-hmm. And then it switched over to kind of like an, a ringling college uh, like kind of overflow gallery. And Tim was, was kind enough to who's he's a friend. So he was like, Hey guys, this is going to be opening up. Maybe you should do it (laughs) again. It's, it's all the connections that we have throughout Sarasota and in the artist community pulling together to make, make each other stronger. So that's, it's one of the like amazing things about Sarasota is how we pull together.
0: Well, well that's what I've always loved about Sarasota because yeah, you, you feel it in the atmosphere here. It's a yeah. growing, vibrant city. It has a an incredibly strong art presence relative to the size of the city. At least I think. Now I'm not not an artist, but I've heard it ever since I've been coming here over the last thirty, forty years, and now living down here. But that's something that I've always appreciated about this town is that you can find your space and you can find your group uh, to connect. And uh, it sounds like you guys are really building something that, that's that's quite cool here. I will say I really like your first location uh, <laughs> because, and the reason I like it is because you're right across the um, the street there from. Uh, Kim Livingood and uh-huh. uh, the Bazaar and Apricot yeah. and Lime. And that's a really cool place as well. So that's a great place to get a little food, some espresso, and they come over and look at the art that you all do. So
1: well, exactly. I, will say,
0: cool. I will say what what I am curious about. That, so you go from one to three locations. Did the, <laughs> did the headaches triple?
1: Um, No, because they're the same headaches. So it's just... Uh, it, it, and it's not really a headache. I mean, it's, it, I'm not going to lie. It's been, it's been stressful. There's everything kind of hit it once too, you know, best laid plans. Ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, we yeah. had, if things had gone according to plans, um, they would have been spread out a little bit more than they were, but everything kind of hit it once. And it was, you know, it's been high season and we've had other things happening and events going on. So the past, Couple of months, honestly, have been a bit of a blur. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we are excited about it and we get a lot of support and the artists are super excited about it and like. We had talked about before about how, you know, it really is a group effort and they all pitch in yeah. and, and they have been continued to do that. And are the, the new artists that have come into the, the new locations have just jumped right in and are taking things on. And, you know, we've already seen a couple of people rise to the top of it's going to take some leadership in the, in the buildings. And, you know, it's been very, very cool to, to see how it's yeah, all it's- just happened. <laughs> It has been great how
2: it just like kind of all everyone started working together and it worked it is falling into place. Um, you know, knock on wood. We haven't had any huge hiccups yet. Um, you don't need a bouncer
0: I, or a sergeant at arms or something like that to
2: uh, <laughs> no. you de- acquired a couple, so
0: <laughs> you're dealing I mean you're dealing with artists, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't know if artists are, are a little more um uh, you know, difficult to deal with the, the, you know, business people or whatnot. But, but the thing is, you're, you are dealing with personalities and whatnot. Yeah. Yes. So, so I, I guess it was funny. And again, before I hit record, we were kind of laughing a little bit because I was curious about, you know, what's the biggest lie that you were told about running an <laughs> art gallery? <laughs> and uh, so, so maybe maybe you could talk about that now that you guys have expanded so rapidly.
1: I I think there's not really even so much a lie, maybe a little bit of our own delusions of grandeur that perhaps this was just going to be so easy and we were just going to jump in and we don't have to worry about all the technicalities because it's just art and we're artists. And, and, you know, so we've, you know, we're learning still how to put together the pieces of the business part of it and kind of, you know, playing to each other's strengths and weaknesses and finding out, you know, who handles this and who handles that and You know, kind of doing those sorts of things. And we're also starting to find the best way to delegate some of those responsibilities to other people who are, you know, have offered to help or, you know, people that we've, you know, paid to help or, you know, traded things, you know, whatever, like, you know, bartering, that kind of stuff, you know, so. We're we're finding ways to kind of make those things work because we are still it was funny I was listening like I said, I listened to our first podcast earlier this morning just to kind of, you know, see where we've grown since we that's talked to 37. you. Number thirty seven. Number thirty-seven, <laughs> exactly. And um, you know, we were talking, you had asked us, you know, how much time do Elizabeth and I have to do our own art. Well, yeah, fast forward, yeah. here we are, and we're still not making much of our own art at I, this I, point. I think that's um, probably but, like for me, that's probably the
2: biggest frustration and problems. Yeah, but (laughs) maybe kind of the
1: lie of like, oh, this will be great. We'll have an art studio too and we'll make art all day and it'll be great, but... It'll be like, um, oh, yeah, we wanted to make art and so we needed a (laughs) studio space for us and, well...
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a a common problem for many technicians, for lack of a better term. And there was a book written many, many years ago. It's called The E-Myth and what happens is if somebody's good at something and now they want to go into business on their own and they don't realize all the other moving parts, particularly the oh, administration, yeah. which is not much fun. I mean, right. truth be told, when I, I wanted to become a podcaster, I'm not a podcaster. I'm I'm in media because right, I have yeah. to have email. I have to do social media. I have to do a whole lot of stuff beyond just hopping on a mic here and giggling and having a good time. <laughs>
1: right. But exactly. It's the same yeah. same
0: thing for you guys. So. But well, so, so still, there has to be something that's been the most gratifying part of of running this organization. Gosh, it sounds so big, this organization.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little intimidating.
0: <laughs> there, but, but you're three locations. You are an organization. So, what's yeah. been the most gratifying part?
2: I don't know if we're, we're in an organization or more of like we're a community at this point, we're a family. And I think that for. For me, I don't know about Barb, but that's really the most gratifying thing is that I have, I have a sense of like, you know, coming from a place where I didn't really have a hometown that I actually feel like I have a home here and, and I have a collection of people who I can rely on, who I can ask questions of, or, you know, just hang around with. I mean, we have happy hour on Fridays with the artists and we just like kind of, out over in, in the classroom and drink box wine. So you know it's just really classy. <laughs> We're classy like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and and you know, I would agree with that. I, I would say that, you know, for me that the, the most gratifying part of it is really watching these artists come to life and find their footing and see how exciting. We've had a pretty good run of, of people selling art lately. And it's so exciting to see them light up when they sell a piece of their work and, you know, to watch them form these relationships with with one another and with us, too, of course, and and how they're interacting with the public. And it's just it's exciting. It's like, you know, watching it grow right before our eyes, you know, and and watching the people grow, you know,
2: it was that was, you know, that was kind of what we were going towards originally where you know what we were doing at our previous job it was it was that way we were kind of educating and helping artists and facilitating that kind of stuff but this time we're able to do it on our footing and our um, with our rules and with our you know we're in we're in charge which is right. like Empowering right. and also kind of, you know, daunting all at the same time. Um, and it, we have a new responsibility to, you know, make sure that this stays put. But we're also finding that the other artists are are, are other artists are actually helping and holding up this foundation too. It's it's become more than just us.
0: Right So no. you, you know, you, you touched upon something that I found in, in several episodes that I have done. And matter of fact, one just came out today of uh, episode 114, Blair Bloomston of Game on Nation. And that's a corporate training company. But Blair had a background in the fine arts as well. She went to New York and studied and all that sort of jazz. But what I find about artists is they do like that autonomy. Uh, I, I don't think many artists <laughs> like to be told what to do. Most adults don't <laughs> want to, but some folks. <laughs> <of> That's <it>. true. <laughs> they, they, you know, they they'll they'll play it safe, you know, and and live in their cubicle, you know, throughout their business career. But I would think, given the, um, again, the autonomy that artists are looking for, I'm I'm sure that'd be very gratifying for you guys, as you have just said, to be able to do your own thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. it it, it lets us dream. So I mean they the artist will not only will we come up with ideas, but the artist will come up with
1: ideas and we'll be like, sure, let's give it a shot and see.
2: What they, happens. Uh,
1: yeah. There is a huge amount of creative energy, like kind of low humming all the time. And you just it's infectious, like you can't help. But when when you're surrounded by all of these creative minds that are always, you know, coming up with ideas, it's hard not to kind of, you know, become a part of that. And and it inspires us to also kind of dream and what's going to what can, would we want to do next? And, you know, we just came up with an idea last night, like at 11 o'clock at night. We're texting madly back and forth <laughs> like, oh, we got this idea. Let's do this. You know, and and it just happens like that. They're just these little idea explosions that all of a sudden happen, and I really credit that to not just our own creativity, but being around that constant source of creative energy. You know, yeah. What yeah, what, I mean, what
0: what I, what I'm what I'm really liking right now, and again, this is audio only, and it's not video, so un- unfortunately, the listeners are not going to be able to see this. But but once again, I'm seeing two people that have come together to build something. Really cool, and I've often thought about writing a book, and the title of it would be called You Need Two, Three is Better. And the reason, <laughs> be, be, because it's it's so difficult, again, if you are a technician and you want to launch something, it's really difficult, even for like a podcast, you know, I mean, you know, this is a, this is start off as a small endeavor, you know, you can buy your equipment, your software, you got to learn all that software. But the point is, is that to really kind of get through the mind games that you have to have to play with yourself, you know, should I be doing this? Will it work? How long will it take? Can I afford this? Does anybody care? All those questions that you know, any mm-hmm. anybody has to go through. And I think it's wonderful that you two have been able to form this partnership and really kind of support each other, you know, for the, through these eighteen months. It's, it's actually been longer than eighteen months because there's the planning stage and and whatnot. Yeah. But that's, uh, I think that's very gratifying to see. I'm just curious what you guys think <laughs> about that.
2: It's, well, there technically there is a third person in that mix. As we have uh, Ashley, Barbara's daughter, doing our social media. So thank you to her. And one day we'll get her on this too. But yeah, to be able to, you know, Barb isn't like my, we keep joking that she we just like share brain. So we are, she has her strong points and I have my strong points and we know both of those strong points and we know our weak points also. So there's really, it's all about, commun- it's, it's, it's a relationship. You have communication and you have trust and we try not to talk on top of each other, but we get really excited. <laughs> but it's, it's a it's something that i it's don't a think i would yeah. i don't think that this would be something that either of us would have tried to tackle by ourselves on our own and we're no, finding right. we're finding that if even if with two of us it is a little more daunting at times especially as we go we start a, a brand new one and then get through the logistics of it. It's settling in now, and um, hopefully we won't have opening receptions every single week for the... (laughs) Next or for next month, but
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, there's there's been a lot of activity, but I think too, you know, we had talked a little bit about in in our podcast number thirty seven, um, yeah. that yeah. about how you know Elizabeth and my history together and in the formation of our relationship and how we, we, you know we shared this ridiculously small office which was also next to the restroom, so that was fun, um, but um you know, we, we shared that time together. And, and besides the time of doing the business at hand, you know, we had the our in between times to be able to talk and dream and learn about each other and actually form a friendship and, you know, finding things that we had in common and things that yeah. we both, you know, saw as needs and things that, you know, eventually became what Creative Liberties is now to oh, you know, various <clears throat> business meetings. Yes, business and air quotes. Business meetings. Yeah, oh you can't yeah. see our air quotes. We're doing air quotes business meetings. Um yes, uh, <laughs> shout out shout out to Outback Steakhouse I'm sure there was don't. an
0: agenda oh. with objectives, <laughs> when it started yeah. when yeah. ended. Yes.
1: Br- yeah. yes, yes, the, very the much so. The
2: objections were what you mean we don't the how can you be out of Blackberry Martinis? Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How you all survived this long I will never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Barry Martinis. Oh my goodness. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, but
1: um, yeah. But it, it's been it's been something that I think the two of us, you know, we we understand each other. And we started out as friends and I think that any good relationship, whether it's a marriage or a business relationship, having a solid friendship foundation I think is that's really, wonderful. really helpful and important to and, and it's been key to us because we have insight to each other that we might not have if we were just solely business partners. You that's know? great. Yeah. That's and, great. You know,
2: I mean we, we like to say it comes down to communication. It really does. And that's the the thing that you just have to be upfront truthful, like, you know, we'll be cleaning something and Barb will go, um, we really need to get rid of this. You will give me a say on it. But <laughs> I usually not always. I yeah. not always. <laughs> Sometimes I find it out in the trash and I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, in the time that we have left here, I do want to reference your website. You have a very well-developed website and it's called creative dot net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about the Creative Academy because you have classes, you have Family Art Day, and you have teaching. So if there's a, a listener out there that wants to find a class.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. What so, does that look like? So some of our, um, we're well, we, Creative Academy was created so that we would have a classroom space because that was a, what a lot of our artists were asking for. Sure. We did listen to them and they were like, well, I can't really teach a class in my studio space because it's not big enough or anything like that. And so when the second space came available, we purposely made sure that we were going to have a classroom community space. Um, and from that, we are offering artists, teachers, or teaching artists of all types. It doesn't just have to be visual arts. Um, to To utilize the space along with community groups, Um, and we have our family day thing, which we have to do. A nice shout out to um, Art Advocates and the uh, John Johnson Johnson Singer Foundation. Johnson Singer Foundation. Yes, thank you. Uh Always get it a little mixed up, but they were um, they were. We wrote a grant for uh, for that classroom space and for the family art day, and so we're able to. Um, put together a family art day, which is anyone in the community brings their mom, dad, grandma, kids all together or their sister or brother, they're come kind of like that and make art together. So it's not just about drop the kids off and they make art, it's about a family activity. And this is free to everyone. You're good. Um, and so we we're in on top of that there is an art teacher involved in it and we're able to pay her a competitive wage that's also a big thing right now um in these these times of like you well art it's just making things you know it's not
1: and no, I... and we
2: want to stress that that the art yes. is important and that having a space for people to actually share that creativity is why we created creative academy
1: absolutely and and i think the people there just to expand on that a little bit whether they're you know people taking art classes that are offered by you know studio artists or outside artists that come to teach classes or workshops in the space um the family art day bringing people in and they're surrounded by art so the classroom the walls of the classroom are actually the display walls that are representing other local artists. So they're surrounded by art. There's also the artist studios and often on Saturdays, most Saturdays, there's quite a few of the studio artists that are in there making art. So they're also getting a chance to tap into that creative energy that's happening in that space. And then yeah. by having the families come in and make art together, it's really important to Elizabeth and I, because there's some disconnect that's been happening in families, you know, thanks to technology and things like that. There's you know? a lot I mean, of
0: disconnects. That are happening, uh, yeah. Right?
1: So bringing these families together, it's been really beautiful to see, you know, these families that, you know, that's the mom, the dad, their kids, or it's one t- last week we uh, had our last time we had a grandma and her kids ke- brought her grandkids in and, just seeing them work together nobody's looking at their phones nobody's doing any of that yeah. they're just sitting there at the table being creative and making something and and it's it's really incredible to witness that yeah the
2: the last one we we also had um a mom and her two sons and her uh-huh. sons are very much they don't like they don't like art so she was hoping that this would get them interested and and it did like the, the two of them actually t- told her, can, can we come back? We like this place. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, um, And that,
1: that happens every fourth Saturday um, yeah. from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And as Elizabeth mentioned, it is free. And you do not have to be there right at 9 o'clock. You can drop in anytime between those hours, and you don't have to RSVP. You can just come on in. Mm -hmm. so we're
0: so so that's wonderful and we're gonna have to say goodbye here but i do have one more question Over black, over black, what was it? Over blackberry uh, martinis.
1: Martinis, yes, yes. yes.
0: What does, what does the future of Creative Liberties look like?
1: (laughs) Well, Bob, um, I'd say your guess is as good as ours at this point, but (laughs) we, we will reiterate the fact that we are open and continue to stay open to opportunities that come our way. And, you know, we haven't, haven't said, too many no's yet, obviously, because here we are with, you know, everything we have going on. Um, so we're, we're just going to leave it at that, I think, and say that, you know, we hope to continue to grow and to continue to provide these opportunities for artists and the community and art enthusiasts. And, yeah. you know, we'll just see what happens. That's so, wonderful. Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. Well, you guys are creating something special there. It's been a while since I've been by, but I look forward to stopping by myself Please do. I appreciate, I appreciate yeah. you guys bugging me and coming back on this show. Yeah, well, thanks for having <laughs> us back.
1: You know, we figured, hey, it doesn't hurt, and we like, you know, we said Enjoy we're it. so excited about everything that's going on. And well, you
0: should uh, be. You should uh, be. You've created something special, and as they say, you, you have not because you asked not. So here you are back again. So. There
1: we go. Hey, hey, well, we listen, appreciate we have your to support.
2: Say that you are doing the same. So thank you. Yes. Congratulations
1: to you doing. as well. Oh, well, thank yes, you. Thank you yes, very yes. much. Thank you. Yeah. Well,
0: Well, listen, we appreciate you being on. And as always, I appreciate my listeners tuning in. And as we sign off, we just always say onward and upward. Hello, dear listeners. This is Bob again. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen,
2: learn, and connect.